0: Hello, family. Good evening. Um, I'm so glad you are able to get connected tonight. And if you can hear me perfectly well and clear, I would like you to um, use an emoji to just signify that you are with me and get it further from there. Thank you. I could see some persons dropping in emojis already. Thank you so, so much for taking our time to connect tonight. And I trust that the Lord would still do us good and his words for us tonight would be ministered to us perfectly well yeah can we say a few words of prayer heavenly father we thank you for tonight we thank you because you are good and kind to us we thank you because you first loved us even while we were yet sinners we thank you for giving up yourself for us for humanity in general we thank you for your grace we thank you for opening our hearts to see you we thank you for teaching us your perfect ways And we pray, Lord, that even as we seek to be the very best version of ourselves in our daily lives, in all our pursuits, in all of our ambitions, we pray that you teach us to constantly be steadfast in your love and to help reach out to others even as you've reached out to us. In Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' matchless name we pray. Amen. Yes, good evening, family. Um, How was our day? I trust that we had a great day. And one of the beauty of weekend is the fact that you have enough time to rest. Well, for certain persons, they have time to probably attend um, functions, weddings, owambe, and so many other great things. But then, I'm um, excited, first of all, because, one, I have time to catch up on the things I love to do best aside um, reaching out to people. Yes. And I trust that your day today was a productive one. I trust that you had less activity at work, and even though it was a busy one for you, anyways i believe that um the weekend would be worth a time of rest and yes so tonight um we're going to be talking about helping one another helping one another that's just one topic that a lot has laid in my heart that we we'll talk about tonight and if you are still with me i would like you to probably still um signify because it's just helped me to know that um we are together and i don't have issues with my network here and you could be kind enough to share the link to your friends and families, problem status. Let's just invite persons to get connected because you don't know who you might be helping by just listening to the broadcast. And I trust that the Lord will do us good tonight. Amen. And I'll be taking my anchor scripture from the book of Acts. Um, don't mind me. It's just one thing the Lord has laid in my heart. And it just further helps us to understand that once something is really rooted from the scripture then it's just further proves the authenticity of whatever we're talking about so i was studying through the book of acts personally and i saw something that was so profound after the ministry of christ here on earth the apostles were being ordained to further take on the gospel of christ and in this oneness of art they did some things that were so profound that i thought it was that if we begin to function with this understanding and knowledge that it would do us good as believers in general not just um christians alone but it would further help strengthen everybody probably in your own personal units or wherever you might find yourself it will strengthen you and the text scripture is looking is being taken from the book of Acts, chapter 4 act chapter 4 reading from verses 32 to 36 acts 4 32 to 36 and It says all the believers were united in heart and mind I'm reading from a new living translation. So um, it might probably be different from what you know about your own version So all the believers were united in heart and mind and they felt that What they owned was not their own so they shared everything they had the apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the lord jesus god pardon me resurrection of the lord jesus and god's great blessing upon was upon them all because those who owned lands or houses would sell them and bring the money to the apostles to give to those in need for instance there was joseph the one the apostles nicknamed barnabas which means son of encouragement It was from the tribe of Levi and came from the island of Cyprus he sold a feed he owned and brought the money to the apostles so this is something that while I was reading it was so profound because and the world we live in today I was just premeditating which day I think it was a few days ago I was really premeditating the fact that in this life that I currently live in at some point in my life I bought bread for 20 Naira I bought bread for 10 Naira but I, didn't, I, I can't remember buying bread at 5 era, <laughs> but I could remember buying bread at 10 era So I was really comparing the, the situation of, of the economy at the time when I was a little much more younger to what the economy is talking about now. So it's just so amazing to understand that the, the seasons and the times have changed, that the cost of things, the cost of living is way, way more on a higher level now, and it is... It's quite hard for certain persons to just to survive the economy, to survive the situation of things. So this further calls for a need to help one another. And when I mean help one another, at times it doesn't necessarily mean you're going out of your way to prove a point. It just further shows that you really care for the next door neighbor. It just that shows that you care for the person just a couple of walk down the street and if there's anything i've learned from my mom growing up is the fact that she she can be very sacrificial even from the lead to be had growing up back then there are persons that i probably do not know how they are to so my mom she would naturally just say, okay family take this couple of things take it to this person down the street tell them from me so there are certain persons i had watched out closely just drop by food products to their doorstep without even having to knock on their door without them having a proud knowledge to what she has in mind to do and this is one thing i've seen her do over time and it has really strengthened the need for me to understand the importance of help in anything i thought we're doing praise god so for me to still be sure that we are together i would like you to um just say something either you use the chat box or you just use the um the closed whatsapp group the community to just probably send in an emoji i could see some persons but i just want to still be sure that we are on the same page so reading further um or just explaining what i read further it, it implies that after jesus had left them and while jesus was with them he there was so many miracles, the multiplication of breads, the people never lacked anything even while Jesus was with them, people contributed to the post of Jesus's ministry but now that Jesus left them, he taught them to grow, he taught them to be of one mind to be of, to, to build up capacity in themselves that he wouldn't leave them comfortless that the Holy Spirit would be with them and since the coming of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles at the time one thing that was so sad thing was the fact that they grew in numbers and they agree in oneness and in unity such that nobody has to tell the other person that okay bring whatever you have to the fellowship to the household so that those who can probably not make a living for themselves not out of laziness or idleness now but maybe as a result of circumstance some persons are widows amongst themselves some persons are too incapacitated to probably look out for themselves so this further thought to the believers at the time like, okay, if you have so much more from your own end, bring a portion from whatever you have, let us use it to help others. So this continued amongst the believers by which they helped one another. They looked out for their own interest, not that one person just thought it wise that, okay, if I am fine on my own, then I am naturally fine on my own. And liking this to the situation of the economy now. Like I was talking about how I bought bread at a very younger age for little or say 10 Naira, 20 Naira. And now you will see the same size of bread being sold at about 150-200 Naira. What am I driving at is to tell you the fact that the economy is not as it used to be back then. That the little money that could be of value back then is not as valuable as it is now. So you need to work more. To probably catch up or live out um, in the purse minimal life for an average person, and it's one thing that is quite hard to do in our society today. To love God genuinely, and to also be a person or an advocate of not being a corrupt person. Certain persons work in institutes or in organizations where people push bribes to you, people push offers to you that could change your life. But because of your standard, you, because you know better as Christians or as in the, uh, as people of great conscience, you can tell for sure that this is not the right thing you do. So you let certain opportunities slide you and it is literally the right thing to do. So these things are seemingly make life quite unbearable for people because they feel like, okay how do i survive how do i cater for family how do i look out for persons how do i look out for these but with the understanding that you have people that are there to help you even when you fall to the ground it gives room for you to live better it gives value to your integrity as a person it gives value to you protecting your name because if you know that there are persons that you can literally fall back to to help you when you naturally just debunk offers of bribery or things that would naturally and dent your personality then you would be bold enough to reject things like that because you naturally know that even though you are the barest minimum that you don't have a dime there are persons that would naturally be able to support you and help you back to your feet without talking bad at you without making you feel useless of yourself and one thing that's so hard for me to do in in my life the truth is, I, I naturally do not know how to ask for help. I might be dying of starvation for me to naturally reach out to you and say, please, at this point in my life, I don't have this, I need you to help me. That means I I, I thought it works that there is no other way at that point in time. And we have to understand that <clears throat> when you do not have, and you are dying in silence, even when you know that there are people that can actually come to your aid, then that's not being wise that's not you protecting your integrity but it is for you to understand that even god wants you to reach out there are times where you would see that um the woman whose daughter was about dying she went to jesus and she said master please can you heal my daughter and at the point jesus was making her understand that he has come to redeem his own that he hasn't been sent to others and she said even the crumbs that fall from the table that the dogs desire and truth that got to her feet and reached out to her. So there are times where we have to let go of how we feel as individuals. It was so practical what happened to me today, I was, I was literally cashless on me, I had, I had done a couple of things with cash that I, I literally did not have anything at the time. And I was on my way to work and even while I was on bike headed to a bus stop before taking another shuttle i i met a neighbor of mine an old neighbor of mine that never i I hadn't seen in a very long time and i greeted her we hopped on back together and while i was on back virtually all i had prior to seeing her could literally take me down to work but prior to seeing her I thought it was to say hello, and I didn't know she was going the same direction. So she walked on the bike with me. And at the point in time, the Holy Spirit inspired this man that, okay, Femi, you are sorting the abuse. And I was like, oh, Father, if that's your you, so be it. And <laughs> naturally, you would assume that was somebody as such, I have not seen in the water, that maybe it's the reverse order if the person is to sort your own feet. And while I saw her, she alighted before me. I was like, oh, don't worry about the abuse. And she was like, oh, really? Are you kidding me? I said, no, no, don't worry about it. And I sorted the bills then I was stranded so for you to understand that when you help one another you are not left on your own there is always help at the next stop of your life it is wise enough for us to show mercy it is not in the multitude of your accumulation that guarantees that you will not be broken like let me say that again it is not the multitude of accumulation you have it is not the multitude of how you have saved so well that guarantees that you will not be broke again there are certain persons that just within overnight, um, within just the next few hours, they were robbed. Certain persons were attacked with their possessions. Certain persons died even while they've saved up everything. Certain persons even were victims of of, of burglars or betrayers from friends because they know they've saved the whole lot. So what I'm driving at is that it is not when you refuse to help somebody that is giving a that you are being guaranteed that you would survive the next day. Because some persons just believe that, oh, I don't have so much, so why should I help from this little I do not have? And that's one thing that Christ teaches us, even the Holy Spirit teaches us to understand, understand that it is in our putting our trust in Him that we can boast of total sufficiency, that we can be proud about having surplus. So even from the little you have, you should be able to reach out. So even at the time, I was able to cater for Um, the person that we both jumped on the bike together and I was so stranded that I didn't even know what to do I just had to stay put at some place just to think and reflect my next line of action then the Holy Spirit dropped persons in my heart to reach out to like, okay, contact this person which I did and it wasn't long before help came I was able to even have much more than, was enough much more than I had prior to heading to work in the first place so it is important we understand the place of helping one another and it is, it, is, it is for you to decide the abundance of what you want to help persons with. Nobody has a total right to your possession. Nobody has a 1,001 reasons why you should help somebody. But it is left for you to do things like this with understanding. And if you read further through the book of that act, chapter 4, towards the latter verse, or going into chapter 5, excuse me, <clears throat> You would realize that um, two, two, or uh, a couple named Ananias and Sapphira, they were trying to outsmart God. They thought maybe, and uh, by saying this is what they have to give, would probably make them um, outplay the apostles. So they sold their their belongings, just like every other person have been doing, and they thought it wise that okay, let us hold back. Maybe for instance, they sold a car for say four million naira. So they planned amongst themselves, like, okay, let's keep two million apart and let's tell the apostles we sold this car for two million euro. That was their bargain. That was the whole agreement they had. And one thing the Bible made us understand that integrity goes beyond just uh, sincerity or being truthful goes beyond what you are making people perceive of you. It has to be in nature. It has to be in nature that is just deep down, deeply rooted in your personality so these persons think they could outsmart the apostles not knowing that these apostles are people who are the holy spirit in them that can even take action by or that can judge them even without the apostles saying the words of judgment to these two persons so they agreed amongst themselves and they sold a, por- a portion of their land and they came to the apostles. The husband came at first and said, okay, here is what we have sold and we've brought the money to the church just like the normal, just like they would normally do to help one another. And Peter, speaking of by the Holy Spirit, said, is this the amount of which you sold this property? It is, it is left for you to decide what you help with. I'm saying this because many of us believe that, okay, if certain persons reach out to you like, okay, for instance, somebody might reach out to me and say, okay, Femi, please. I, I am desperately in need at this point. I do not have anything. Can you help me with, me? for instance, say 5K? And at that point in time, you know you have beyond 5K in your account. Maybe, for instance, you have, say, for instance, even 150K, for instance. And that 150K you is not like it's just dormant in your account. For every abundance you have, you have every right and every authority to spend as, as it pleases you even if you are giving out 1k from that 150k if you are giving it with the right motive not from a standpoint of greed or to make the person feel like bad that you have and you are not giving so much more then that is when the motive is bad but if you are giving that 1k based on the motive of okay this is what i i have as a spare thing to offer believe you me you have done well as compared to a person that have 100 million and is not even willing to part away with anything it is not in the abundance of what you are giving but with the attitude and the motive which you are giving i learned this thing from i can't remember his name now but it was from if you could probably remember please help me out you could drop the name on the group um, he's a pastor of the living faith church he's a close um, associate pastor with bishop Oedipo. i can't remember his name now but if you can't please drop he said something he said there are times people would ask him for a token and he knows he doesn't have so much It would make them understand that okay, this is what I have to part away with. It could be two thousand and you say, Okay, take this two thousand that I can part away with. Don't worry, the Lord will multiply it in your hands. That's the wise thing to do. You don't have to to box yourself or feel bad. That's one thing the Lord has helped me with over the past few years. Because sometimes you might have abundance in your account and maybe these things are planned expenses maybe for instance you have to pay your children tuition fee you have to pay a couple of people tuition fee or to help others in the process and certain person reach out to you out of the planned expenses you have that okay please have this reasonable amount of money i need and i hope you can help me with maybe for instance 50k and you already have a budget for the expenses you are planning to disburse cash for you can just say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't help you with 50k at this point in time. And maybe persons just know your worth. They believe that uh, you be baller now. You'll be big boy. You should be able to afford this even when I ask for help. Don't feel guilty for parting me with 5k. Don't feel guilty for parting me with 2,000 error. Believe you me, God even is, is honoring that act of charity because you are not giving from greed. You have planned expenses. So if it's that's okay, you can part away with say, oh, my brother, this is what I can part away with for now. I pray God blesses and multiplies it in your hand. That is much more genuine. And one thing that I think I've done in my life that still hurts me so much is most times I feel pain when I know I can't help people. So I really do not know how to communicate to them that, oh, I'm sorry, I can't help because I just really sometimes feel like, why is it that I don't even have at this point to help? A couple of times ago, a lady, a close friend, she reached out to me and she asked I help her with something and I couldn't just help her. So I just read the chat and I didn't respond. Then a couple of days later, then I replied to her status and I get to make her understand the reason why I didn't reply because at the point in time, I couldn't help her. So at times, many of us are at that point where you really want to help but maybe you don't have the means to help. So what God does is He sees your heart. So when He blesses you, Many of us, the blessings that come, that come across our ways are not naturally for our our consumptions alone. Maybe it's for you to be a source of blessings to others. So while you are thinking that, okay, this thing is not so much for me, I don't think I can help from it to the other person. It is a wrong mindset. It is a negative belief. What we ought to do is, okay, part away from the little you have. And there's a parable as such in the scripture while Jesus was in the temple was watching people part away from the little they had and giving their offering and a widow gave a copper a copper coin that was just the least or the last thing she had on her and God counted it as righteousness for her because she parted with everything she had she parted away with everything she had as compared to people that were giving a reasonable figure because they had from their abundance they were giving from their abundance so do not feel guilty when you cannot naturally help people beyond their expectations because even it is wise enough for us to know that okay even while you're trying to help others do not help others beyond what you can easily part away with do not help others to that point where you begin to condemn the righteous thing you've done and one of the things that we gain from helping is that the bible says that good measures pressed down shaking together shall men give back to you so when you give to others it is in the same quantity even much more when the bible talks about good measure pressed down and shaken together it's, it talks about you having so much beyond what you've given out that you are you collecting much more fold as compared to what you've given that, that will be given to you and the bible talks about those who give to the poor that you are lending to the lord that part of the scripture has has become a reality to me such that when i am giving to people that naturally do not have a means to repay me back then you are naturally just giving to god and god doesn't owe a man so he would definitely provide ways to bless you so it is in these little little things that we can naturally live in abundance in times like this Believe you me, the economy is at, at its lowest form where people do not even know what the next meal for them might look like. People do not even have an idea of if they are having dinners. They don't even know what they will eat the next few days because of the way the economy is like. You're you laboring more, not so much is coming in. And even with the state of status of the economy, you are you are giving in more, you are stressing to make a living. So it is it is it is not so much but then even from that not so much. when you give a little token from it, then God bless the works of your end such that even you yourself do not know lack. Yeah some of you might say I have given in time past I have given to people and I still know lack. It is not for you to to decipher it it is not for you to know how God blesses you, but through those times where you even known lack haven't you asked how god still pulls you through and how god still help you sustain and see other days that you naturally do not even have anything so some of these things are reasons for us to believe and trust that there is always help for us on the way even when we don't know how when we don't know how it's coming so when you help others you are actually just clouding your the heavens over you with rain so that it will rain to you in due time There's one ideology and there's one mindset I have concerning money. I do not see money as money. I see money as seed. So when you give, you are literally just planting. You are sowing seeds. And these seeds come back to you in return. Some of the time, they come back in 10-fold. Some of the time, they come back in 100-fold. Some of that time, they come back in 60-fold. Some of that time, they come back in in folds You can't even explain. So it is important we understand these basics and from there we can further live out our life in full of expression to God's perfect desire. It would amaze you how God gave Christ so that he could rip every one of us. God naturally gave out Christ. He gave out his beloved child Christ so that he could rip every one of us. Yeah, thank you so much. I just saw the name now. For those that are listening, his name is Bishop Abioye. Yeah, so it is important we understand that giving is, is, is a seat of multiplication. And in helping one another, it is not by giving money alone. I don't want us to have that fixed mindset that giving monetarily is the only way you can help others. Sometimes it could be driving and maybe you are helping somebody that is stranded by just giving them a lift. Sometimes it could be just by buying food for some person. Sometimes it could be just by helping somebody cross the road. Sometimes it could be just by helping an older woman just cross the highway or something. So helping one another goes beyond monetary values. It goes beyond you just giving people money. Sometimes it could be just your worn-out clothes that you probably perceive to be worn-out. But they are not so worn-out to other persons. A person that are wearing rags, but just you thinking a particular cloth is worn out is not enough reason to condemn the clothes generally. You could probably dry clean them and just pass them to the next door neighbor, somebody that probably is looking up to you, like oh, sorry sir, I love this outfit Can, and then you know they can't afford it. You could just give it down to them. Sometimes it could be maybe from the multitude of what you have. Maybe you have so much food stuff. You could give it out to persons i've read about a, a brother friend of mine talk about his story of ease such that he said back then when he would be going to school from his parents that they would give him so much food stuff and he knows that he wouldn't probably cook these things in school he said it is when his parents dropped him over at a particular bus stop that he would begin to hand over those food items to beggars i'm not saying you should do the same but you can give things that are not naturally tied to money you can give things to people that are of substance, like things that are non monetary in value, you could give clothes, food items, books, standards, you could help pay a charge um, uniform fee or something. So, at times, you don't give in anticipation, like okay, this person should repay you back. Ultimately, it is God that repays the person, but at times, our good can earn us that much of a value such that even when we have outgrown certain ages of life some persons who've helped to be a better version can further repair or they can reciprocate this to even you you can partake in the good seed you have sown and also these persons they are transformed to that point where they can remember how you help them and further help some persons that are also coming up so when we constantly do this we can then build a community of persons that are of value to not just themselves but to the society in general and ultimately god is proud about that you remember the text scripture you read it is when the apostles begin to have multiplications and numbers people begin to add people believed in christ then the numbers of the believers grew so how do you think the apostles could cater for them but because of the help of the holy spirit they thought it wise that okay we have to begin to help one another so even the pressure from the economy was not affecting them because they had so much abundance from their past. so believe you me when you help others regardless of what the economy is saying you are not affected there is always abundance because you are not living the same way the bible told us that isaac sold in the land and he, ripped, and he ripped a hundredfold even in hardship there is always provision God knew that the, the, um, the family of Jacob would have to pass through some times in their life where they wouldn't have abundance. So he had to send Joseph ahead of time to Egypt so that it would compensate for Jacob and the rest of his brothers. So at times, God naturally positioned people in your life such that it might just be you not casually helping them. Maybe you were in SS3 and you helped somebody in GSS1. And maybe at some point in life, you are now a graduate and you're seeking for a job and maybe the person you helped in just as one had the opportunity to fly out of the country before you this person could just be having a nice time on the media and probably just get to see you and just remember that just little little act then it seemingly looked like the old story of how joseph called his father jacob to come down to egypt the person could just say, oh brother i could remember even when you have forgotten long ago person might just probably be of help to you and say okay don't worry i'll pay all your bills just catch the next flight down to where i am so help come from anyway but one thing that has to prove that we are helping genuinely is when you are giving with the right motive help people with the right motive and don't be a great person don't say because you have so much and you want to make others know that you have so much then you are trying to prove a point there's no value for that but from the abundance of you have give such that you know your conscience can be very clear that indeed you have justified your action. I pray that the Lord would help us in Jesus' name, and I truly trust that we have been blessed tonight. And I really want to say thank you for getting connected to Live International Conference tonight. My name is Wankunogunalo Afemi. I trust that you have really been blessed. And please do well to um, hit the follow button for the Mixer Live platform so that you can be notified when um, we have other sessions. And to the glory of God, um, in the coming weeks or probably in the next coming, I don't know when exactly, as the Lord would help us, we'll be having live meetings. And uh, let me just disclose this ahead of time. It will be in University of Lagos at its lagoon front. So I don't know how the timing would be, but it will just probably be a couple of hours where we just come together as a family. We interact, how we can further bond and help ourselves better and improve ourselves so um, if you're around Unilag and it's Axis or it's Environs, or if you would like to come over to that site and just fellowship with us, um, when I mean fellowship, I don't mean doing church, but in our conversations, we are talking about Christ, and we can further improve on ourselves, so we can further better ourselves. It will just be on a Sunday. let have a nice time together and edify ourselves together. We we'll pray together. So don't think because I say fellowship you will not pray. Oh, God, you go pray. You go pray. Make you know now. There's no way we can do life outside of prayer. We have to understand the place of prayer. One thing prayer does is it helps to keep our body, soul, and mind together. It brings unity. It was the prayers of the people that set Peter and Paul free. Uh, not just Peter and Paul, that set Peter free rather. When he was apprehended, they interceded for him and he was freed. So in our prayers, we can actually meet ourselves need. We can agree together and we can get so much more result than we imagine so i just thought to get this across to us and also if there's anything you feel you want to talk about that we're not talking about on air please feel free like i said we are not nodding it over anybody on this platform we are there for one another drop in suggestion drop out things you feel we should talk about let's trash out things together the economy needs us to bond together to to survive beyond what is happening I pray that the Lord would help us in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for how you've reached out to us even by your word tonight. And I pray that the grace that this word become realities to us, and we benefit from these things. We give it to us in Jesus' name. Teach us to be lovers of others. Teach us to be able to put others first, not um, minding our own selfish interest. In Jesus' name, and I pray together that as a family of faith to teach us and strengthen us more to do much more than we can imagine in jesus name thank you father because you're good and kind to us we pray that the rest of this weekend will be a wonderful one for us in jesus name thank you father for in jesus mighty name we pray amen so thank you so much for connecting i love you all and many memories bye for now have a wonderful night rest